From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. Drop, drop, drops. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sexy. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the album drop is on the air. And I thank you for being a part of it. Coming up this hour on the broadcast here on CHUO 89.1 FM, we have some very cool music to get to. As is usually the case around here, truth be told. But particularly so today, in fact, I would have to say. As the French say, à mon avis. Gonna get to music from a really cool band from Boston called Quilt. Their new record, Plaza, is out on Mexican Summer, and it's a very interesting listen. We're also gonna get to the family album. Matthew Barber and Jill Barber finally come together to do a record of duets. Both very accomplished singer-songwriters in their own right. And together. Well, you're gonna want to stick around for that. And if that wasn't enough for you, earlier this week I spoke to a member of all-girl Nirvana cover band, Hervana. And we're going to share some of that with you as well. But right off the top of the show, I want to tell you about Violent Soho. Now, I'm fairly certain we played their last record on this show. It's been a couple years, so you'll have to forgive my lack of memory. We play a lot of music on this program. Violent Soho, they've been around for a while. The group is from Mansfield, Australia, which is just outside of Brisbane. And their fourth LP is called Waco. It's available online and in stores now. And these guys, they sound like they should have been from Washington State and been around uh, 25 years ago. But not in like a kitschy, homage kind of, look, we're grunge kind of way. No. Their music is put together in such a manner where... In spite of the whole loud, soft, loud dynamicism that's traditionally found in the grunge kind of thing, the influences in the writing of this band's work stretch far beyond the reach of Seattle and the entire Pacific Northwest, really into some kind of beautiful, wonderful places. That's, uh, that's probably the best way to describe it for you. I want to kick off the show with a tune called Blanket. It's brand new music from Violent Soho. The record is called Waco, and you're hearing it here on the album Drop CHU 89.1 FM. And I hit the floor. Cold pavement rubs my leg and lets me low.
to the album drop on CAQO 89.1 FM. Tell me how to taste Tell me how to taste 
Phil Shurikawa on CHUO 89.1 FM. My name is Tom Green. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Tell me when you want to get out. The ceremony's getting me down. Yeah, I'm treating like a comic book. Oh, that's what you want to say. That's all I gotta say. As you know, you're right. You meet your maker every night. Well,
from the suburbs of Brisbane, Australia, Violent Soho. And no shade here on the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM. We also heard How to Taste Blanket was the name of the first one that we played. All three available on album number four from the group called Waco. It's available online and in stores now. And the album debuted at number one on the sales for physical records chart in Australia, as well as the Australian iTunes store. So it's kind of a big deal for a band that doesn't have a conventional pop sound. I mean, they're catchy, and their tunes are well-written, but this is an alternative rock album. And I guess three weeks ago when this record came out, it was the biggest thing in the country. From what I understand, there's a lot of similarities between Australia and Canada, as far as culturally and that kind of thing. I mean, both countries have been around as independent nations for about the same amount of time. And aside from being about as far away from each other in the world as possible, from what I understand, life is very similar there. So, you know, if you're out there in Canada, or Orleans, or Barhaven, or Almer, life might not be that different than it is in Manfield, Australia. So it's relatable. From what I understand, they have a higher prevalence of dingoes there, though, so you got to watch out for that. Moving forward on our musical journey, here on the album drop, CHU 89.1 FM, 24 hours away via airplane, give or take, would be Boston, Massachusetts. And that's where you'd find the home base for the band Quilt. Now, their third record is called Plaza, and it's out now on Mexican Summer. It's got a really cool vibe to it. There's really no one kind of box to put this record in. This band obviously has been influenced by a lot of different artists and has managed to create a sound that is familiar, yet still new, somewhat different. I really dig it. Start with a song called O'Connor's Barn. It's on the album drop CHO at 9.1 FM.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca.
The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM.
There's three in a row from Quilt. The album's called Plaza. Available online and in stores now. And that was Roller. We also heard Elliott Street. O'Connor's Barn was the name of the first one. The record is getting rave reviews across the internet. Pitchfork, the uh, website that is one of the most visited music blogs and generally hates everything, gave the record a 7.7. In spite of kind of knocking the band for sounding a little too retro and a little too vintage, a little too 60s psychedelia in its review that basically gave it a B plus. there are a few positive terms in the article written by Sabi Reyes Kulkarni, but generally speaking, it's a pitchfork article. So, it's a backhanded compliment, even when it's a compliment. It's like, this is the best album ever written. Seven. Um, that's my impression of every article on Pitchfork. If they're hiring, uh, I'm Phil Shurikawa. Uh, this is the album drop on CHUO 89.1 FM, and actually, truth be told, I have a great job, so whatever. Although I will answer the call if Pitchfork were to call. Or they could text. The number is 613-562-5967. You can text there, too, and let me know how you feel about what we're doing on the show or how the music sounds or what you had for lunch. Actually, no, that's Instagram. That's at the album drop. We're on Twitter as well. That's the same handle, facebook.com slash thealbumdrop. Our website is thealbumdrop.ca. I mention all the different ways that you can get in touch with myself and the program and everybody here at CHUO for this particular reason because I'm about to do something very interesting here and I, I want to know what you think about it. And we do so by doing this. What the f*** is the internet? And now, the best of the online music community. It's Am I on the internet? The internet? Is that thing still around? Thank you, Al Gore. For the internet. Ooh, they have the internet on computers now. This is what we found on the internet this week. Unlike yourselves, I was born without taste buds. Let me demonstrate. And Hot Dad is the name of an incredibly prolific electropop artist based out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. His new album just came out a few weeks ago. It's called Wrestle. And I should add that it's available at name your own price on Bandcamp. You can find the link on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. The record itself is a very interesting take on a concept record. 22 songs populate this particular release, each one approximately a minute and a half in length. And all of them written about professional wrestlers, many of whom are still active, most of whom are still alive. And all of them once or presently still work for the company that is now known as World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. There's some real legends that have uh, created inspiration for the music on this record, too. There's a, song, there's a song about Dwayne Johnson. He's a big movie star, of course. He used to be called The Rock. Uh, former NCAA heavyweight champion and former undisputed UFC heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar has a tune that's been inspired on this particular re- release, that is. And, of course... The man most likely associated with pro wrestling more so than anybody else has a tune written about him as well. His name is Hulk Hogan. Well, okay, his name is Terry Balea. His ring name was Hulk Hogan. And that's the one I've isolated for you here now. This is Hot Dad from the album Wrestle. The tune's called Hulk Hogan, and it's on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM.
called Wrestle. There's Hot Dad and Hulk Hogan here on the album Drop CHO 89.1 again. Hard to believe that whole record is free, but it is. Find the link on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. And they did a pretty good job of encompassing 30 years of career in a minute and a half. Did Hulk Dad, uh, Hot Dad, in the Hulk Hogan song. One thing they missed, a casual observation, in the I'm going to say likely event that the appeal from media website Gawker is denied and Hulk is given a payout for that he's already been awarded uh, in his case against them. He will likely be the richest pro wrestler in the world and unquestionably the richest person to have ever inadvertently made a ton of money from the world of adult film so good on him i don't really know how i feel about that i i I do know what time it is and it's time for us to take a break it's the only one we're going to take this out we'll be back with more new music here on the album drop including our chat with carly aka skirt cobain from hervana you don't want to miss any of it it's all going to happen right after this The album drop continues right now here on CHUO 89.1 FM. Here's your host, Phil Shurikawa. And recently, I had the opportunity to speak to Carly, a.k.a. Skirt Cobain, from Toronto-based all-female Nirvana cover band Hervana. They're coming to town on Friday. They're going to be performing the Nirvana MTV Unplugged record in its entirety at the House of Tark. Tickets still available for that one, too. You can pick it up through Spectrasonic. We had a fantastic chat. She's really cool. Um, and possibly equally, if not... I don't want to say she's a bigger Nirvana fan than me, but I'm also not the lead singer slash guitar player in a Nirvana cover band. I'm too tall. I'd have to play bass. Um, but we had a really... It was something. Go to the albumdrop.ca after the show. You can listen to the whole thing. I've posted it up there on today's page. Um, you'll see what I'm talking about. As for right now, here's some of the highlights. One thing I've always wanted to ask uh, a band such as yourselves, mm-hmm. um, would you consider your group to be a cover band or a tribute band? Or does yeah, it matter? So, um, yeah, I think there's a bit of a distinction. Um, so we'd call ourselves a cover band just because I don't want people to think that they'll show up and we'll sort of be dressed 
like Nirvana and trying to look like them and all that kind of thing. I think that's where I get the sense that's where the distinction is between a cover band and a tribute band. Tribute bands tend to, you know, do the whole like dress up thing, similar stage setups, all that kind of thing. But we sort of, we call ourselves a cover band. Now, what kind of challenges does a cover band face as far as receiving credibility from critics or fans or people coming through? Or is that not even a thing you think about? We think about it a little bit, but I think it's changed a lot recently because I think like, I think in the past, like cover bands or tribute bands, like some people might see them as a bit cheesy or not legitimate. Um, but I think there've been a lot of really, really great ones coming out in recent years and sort of getting more notoriety. And so I think that stigma has changed a little bit. Um, so when you look at bands like Les Zeppelin, who are an amazing Zeppelin cover band, you know, they play huge shows and they tour all over the place and, and that kind of thing is really cool. And would that be the kind of thing that you would like to see for Hervana? Uh, yeah, if we're so lucky, that would be fantastic. Because, I mean, I know, especially in, you know, punk rock and underground indie rock kind of communities, there's kind of this ethos of uh, there's something wrong if you're making money. Do, do you subscribe to that kind of thing? Or is it like one of those deals where it's like, at the end of the day, you know, this is fun and I love doing it, but it's a job and it would be great if it paid the bills? Well, I think for us, like, first of all, like, I don't think that we ever expect that it would pay the bills. For us, we do it because it's fun. And I think someday, you know, if some magic happened and we were able to pay the bills doing it, like that would be, that would be great, but it's not our number one priority. Um, but I think that, I mean, I'm all right with musicians making money off of what they do because that's how they sustain themselves. And, you know, a lot of times, like I listen to a lot of bands that are sort of on the, you know, they're emerging or they're sort of like a, a mid-level touring band and even those bands aren't making a decent living and they can't exist like that indefinitely. So I love for bands to make money because it means they can continue doing what they're doing. See, that totally makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why other people don't get it, but that's a different yeah. conversation for another day. <laughs> so on this tour, you're doing Unplugged in New York, um, yeah. which in itself was a real departure for Nirvana. Mm-hmm. So what, has Hervana done to prepare for this series of shows that will undoubtedly sound different sonically than what people are used to hearing from your band? Well, I mean, usually our shows are pretty loud. And not that these ones are going to be super, super quiet or anything, but obviously they'll, they'll be a little bit, uh, a little bit quieter than, and than our normal shows because we're all playing with acoustic instruments. And some of the venues are different, too. Like, we're playing House of the Target again in Ottawa, where we played before and had a really uh, fun time there. But in some of the other cities, we're playing venues that are, like, sit-down venues that we probably wouldn't uh, be able to play with our big, regular, loud show. So it sort of lets us explore different venues and different spots. It's clear that you're obviously a, a, a big fan. I want to put you on the spot here with a couple of okay. quick questions uh, in regards to Legacy. Like, right off the top, what's your favorite Nirvana album? Okay, so we get asked this um, quite a bit, and it is different for everyone in the band. And I think it changes also for everyone in the band, but if I'm going on what, like, I'd probably have to say In Utero. Okay. And now now here's the big one. Yep. There's a lot of people out there, um, Mm -hmm. for instance, Tom Grant, former police detective, uh, and millions of other people that do not accept the death certificate of Kurt Cobain as yeah. an accurate summation of what happened 
that first week of April in 1994. Where do you stand on that? Um, I thought about this a lot because, you know, I've obviously seen a lot of arguments about it. And I sort of, I just have sort of come to the conclusion that, uh, like, I am not really in a position to make a judgment call on that, if that makes sense. Like, I've obviously heard the arguments from both sides, but I still feel like I don't have, like, I'm not a detective. I haven't been close to the investigation, so I, you know, don't have the info that I need to make a call on that. That's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's true. That's how, that's how I feel. There's part of me that kind of wanted you to be like, she killed him! But right. I, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I get it. Yeah, and I mean those are those are pretty like those are pretty serious accusations to to uh, lobby at some to lob at someone. So I wouldn't want to do that unless I was you know pretty certain. You're listening to the album drop on CHUO eighty nine point one FM. One baby to another says I'm lucky to meet you. Yeah. 
That's Hervana. And their take on Drain You. That's here on the album drop CHU 89.1 FM. Coming to town Friday night. House of Targ. Doing the unplugged record. Also playing in Perth on Saturday. Details at their website and tickets available through Spectrasonic. As well, Vertigo Records and uh, likely at the door because it's Targ. But you don't want to uh, you don't want to miss that one because that's going to be awesome. Not a whole lot of time left, but a little bit of time to talk about the family album. Brand new music from Matthew and Jill Barber. Now, both of them uh, have made a name for themselves on their own. It's just, you know, because they have such a successful solo set of solo careers, I guess it's understandable why they haven't done a record of duets. But, I mean, they're brother and sister. So there's a natural harmony that exists that you can only find in sibling bands. That's why you get a lot of family bands. You got a lot of bands, you know, brothers and sisters, uh, parents and kids, that kind of thing. It's not just because they got nothing better to do. It works. We're going to start with a tune called Summer Wages. It's the Barbers on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. Never hit 17 when you play against the dealer cause you know that the odds won't ride with you and never leave your woman alone when your friends are out to steal her she might be gambled and gone like some way I swore I would never 
such a pleasant sound Love is all around And all I see is you I must be in a good place now From their first record of duets, Matthew and Jill Barber, and their take on I Must Be in a Good Place Now. They also did Summer Wages, we heard before that. Get the full playlist from today's episode of the program, and podcasts, and lots of downloads, and fun stuff, and my rants and ravings and writings, and links to all of our social media pages at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. We'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode of this program. My name is Phil Shurikawa. Thank you so much for being a part of it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Smell you later. I'll be back. For more information, check out thealbumdrop.ca. This whole thing has gone on long enough. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week on CHUO 89.1 FM. Okay, I'm finished.